Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we have a very cool and exciting topic to cover, which really supports the main piece of this podcast, which is focusing on emotional care, right? And so for this episode, we're going to focus on ways of experiencing emotional therapy without medication. So I know a lot of people don't like to depend on medication or prescriptions in order to balance out their emotions or to deal with life. And so I wanted to share with you just some things that I researched of things that maybe you could try or discover and see how it can help you without looking into medication. So just kind of working with the body's natural system, working with yourself and finding ways of getting to a space of managing and caring for your emotions in a new way. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm really excited to talk about this with you. The first way of managing your emotions or emotional therapy that you can look into is called EFT. Now I've talked about that a few times here on my podcast, but we are going to focus on EFT, which stands for emotional freedom technique or emotional freedom tapping. Now, what this is, is that we have all of these different pressure points that are on our bodies that is typically used in acupuncture. These points help to calm the nervous system down so that way we can feel a bit more calm and in control whenever we're feeling very overwhelmed in our emotions. And we can even try it in this episode. And there's other episodes with other guest speakers I've had that we practice this with them as well. So in this portion, we're going to talk about the different areas. So the different points of where you can tap into your EFT areas are going to be the top of the head, the brow area. So in between your eyebrows, on your cheekbones, under your nose, above your mouth, under your mouth, below your collarbone, and on the side edge of your hand where your pinky finger is, the side of your palm right there. So typically these are going to be those acupressure points or that would be utilized or targeted in acupuncture. And when you press on these things, just tapping lightly, not hard or anything like that, but just a consistent tapping, just tap, 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 tap. These are going to help with managing that nervous system. So we're going to do a little exercise. I know this is cool because it's free. It's fun. You could do it at any time. And it's a really good like go-to experience whenever you need that quick fix, right? So think of something that's bothering you. Right, something that's been bothering you lately, whatever it is, stressing you out. And I want you to rate it from one to 10. So rate how uncomfortable that feeling is from one to 10. Okay. And once you do that, you're going to make a statement about how you feel about it. So for example, I can say, I feel 
overwhelmed about managing everything that I have to do. Okay. So then once we make that statement and we rate it, so I'm going to use myself for example, put myself here on the line. I feel overwhelmed about everything I have to do. And I'm going to rate this at an eight. Okay. All right. So then we want to reframe that. So it's going to take a little bit of introspection, but we're going to reframe it. So I feel overwhelmed about how much I have to do, but I know that I will find ways of getting it done. Okay. So we can tap on the head, tap, 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 tap. And we're going to repeat that statement out loud. So I feel overwhelmed about everything that I have to do, but I know I'm going to get it done. Okay. And if that's too much to say, we can just focus on the emotion that we're feeling. So I can just say, I feel overwhelmed. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. We're going to move down to the brow. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Just tapping, tap, 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 two fingers. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. Moving down to the cheekbone. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. Under the nose. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed. Under the mouth. I feel overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed. And underneath the collarbone. I feel overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed. And then on the side of the hand, palm there, I feel overwhelmed. Okay. And then after you practice that, then you're going to rate it again. So from one to 10, how are you feeling now after you did your tapping session? And I think that went down a little bit. I feel like I started to take more deep breaths. My body was trying to calm itself down. So it was really just reducing the intensity of the feeling and helping the emotion to work through and process so that I don't get stuck in it in my mind mentally. So that's something that you can do on your own at any time. If you're caught in a fix, you can say, excuse me, I need to go over here for a minute. Uh, I, I got to go to the bathroom or something like that. You could just go do some tapping just to bring yourself back into a space of calmness. Because I get it. Sometimes emotions come up at a really inconvenient time where we don't really have time for this right now. So it can be really helpful in those times of quick fixes. When we're experiencing something like trauma or phobias or something that feels very heavy and extreme, it's still being researched on how effective it can be in those areas. But a lot of people find a lot of relief with this without having to take any medication. Okay, the next way of getting some emotional therapy without the medication is going to be through self-help groups. Now, self-help groups are really 
helpful (laughs) because you have others that can empathize with you, others that understand you, others that have been there. And we learn a lot from each other. And maybe there's something that works for one, maybe you can try, but even just feeling that sense of belonging, even just feeling as though, hey, there's other people that deal with something that I thought I was the only one in the world that dealt with this thing can be so liberating. It can feel so, so liberating just by having the awareness that there's other people that may struggle like you. So join a self-help group, join a community where you can feel that sense of belonging or security, especially if there's something that's focused on where you're trying to progress in your life, right? Or if there has been something that has been emotionally difficult for you, it can be helpful to be a part of a group or community, at least for some time until you work through that thing and have some more support. Because a lot of times we just kind of block ourselves in and we just talk to the people we know, our family members, our friends that don't have the same connection. They can't relate. Nothing you say really taps into anything and they can't really offer the support and then they feel drained and you feel unheard. So it's really helpful to be a part of a group or community where there's like minds and a wonderful place to do that is at Heartblend Academy. So you can check out Heartblend Academy. It's in the description below. Lots of fun there, but definitely check that out if you are interested in joining a self-help group as well, where we really strive to level up and meet our highest potential. The next way of kind of helping with your emotions is going to be through diet and nutrition. So this is really important because I don't think that we really understand on a deep level how our foods, what we eat, what we consume really affects us. And are we getting enough B vitamins? Are we getting enough support in our moods and our food? And when we realize that this second brain, our gut, can release toxins that go directly to the brain, it's like, whoa, you know, Uh, even when you have everything at your fingertips, if the diet we're on doesn't support our overall holistic well-being, then the body will kind of send you these signs trying to communicate with you through how you're feeling, even if you feel negative emotions to say, this is not good for us. But sometimes we miss that. And because we don't really understand emotions that well, typically, we assume it's something that is happening outside of ourselves. And sometimes it's about what's happening inside of ourselves. So diet and nutrition is really important for helping with your emotions. Another form of emotional therapy without medication that I really like is animal therapy. So being able to connect with animals, whether it's an animal sanctuary where they have rescues from just different things, being able to engage with them, to touch them, to have that connection. I think animals are highly empathetic and it can be really helpful to just connect with them on on such a deep level to see something that's different than you and still be able to connect with it is powerful. So animal therapy is 
really fun, especially if other people make you feel nervous or anxious. I think it can be a really good way of really helping with our emotions to feel more at ease, but feeling a connection with animals that don't judge you. (laughs) They don't judge you. They don't criticize you. They're there to love you. And I think that animals are so wonderful. Another form of emotional therapy without medication is also going to be expression therapy. So actually utilizing your creativity to release some repressed emotions or art therapy is going to be really, really helpful. It's very therapeutic because it's really working with your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind holds a lot of information that is deeply buried in there, including some deeply repressed emotions. So when you get that opportunity to express yourself creatively, whether it's drawing or painting or writing or whatever it is, getting those emotions out and expressing them, but also being able to get a visual representation of how you're feeling is very therapeutic and it's very healing. It's helped so many people. Sometimes we jump into art from a judgmental space and we say, oh, I can't draw. I'm not that creative. I can't do this. I'm not as good as this person. It's not about that at all. This is about just getting it out. Rather, it looks like a two-year-old did it, (laughs) or rather it looks like Da Vinci. This is not the space where we're going to try to criticize ourselves or compare ourselves, but just to release, just to see what comes out. So that is a really good form of therapy that you can do on your own and also as a group as well. So we've covered a lot. We talked about EFT. We even did a little EFT exercise. We talked about the power of self-help groups. We talked about diet and nutrition and animal therapy. And we talked about creativity and expression therapy. But now I want us to take a quick break because there's a few more things I want to dive into. We'll be right back after this break. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And we're diving back into some fun or interesting techniques that we can look into for emotional therapy without medication. Okay. So the next thing that we can explore is actually dance and movement therapy. Now, A lot of us love going to the gym, right? We're getting that exercise. We're getting some movement in our bodies. And some of us enjoy dancing and having that freedom to dance and move our bodies. But what is actually happening and why this is helpful for us is that it is working through your body's natural endorphin system. 
So your body will release these natural endorphins, these feel-good hormones, and just really help to give our brains a little boost and make us feel good for at least a good amount of time after we feel that rush of movement within our bodies. Not only that, energetically, you're moving that old energy out. You're pushing out that old energy and you're embracing the new energy. So when we are too stagnant, when we just lay there, we don't move, we don't do a lot we get kind of stuck and resistant to movement, we feel very heavy in our bodies and all of that energy is building up. So we want to move that out of our bodies, move the body, move it around, have a little dance break, and that will help to release and move those emotions out of your body. We hold emotions in our bodies, we do. So when we can move, we can move those old emotions out. The next way of experiencing some emotional therapy without medication is going to be meditation. So if you are an avid listener or follower of HeartBlend Podcast, then you know that we have lots and lots and lots of meditations here, but they are guided, right? So I focus on guided meditations to support your emotional care in very specific ways, but also not to just release your emotions, but to also make some shifts in your subconscious mind to help you feel more motivated or to help you break through some blockages. So they're very powerful and very healing. And I've received feedback from people that say, Hey, I do your meditations and things I didn't even think were going to happen happened. Like pain in my body has been released. And I've gone to hundreds of therapy sessions and I've never had this amount of change. So I love that feedback from you all. And meditation is really powerful. It helps to calm down the mind, right? It also helps you to feel at ease. It helps you to feel supported. It helps you to get back in tune with yourself. And when we are aligned with ourselves, we're always going to feel much better as opposed to being out of alignment. So when we are out of alignment, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, we're definitely going to experience some disharmony within ourselves. So it's really important for us to get back in tune, get recentered, so we can continue to move forward. Another form of emotional therapy without medication is going to be yoga. So a lot of people like yoga to help with mind-body connection, to help calm the body. When you're doing yoga, there's no room for you to concentrate on other things that could be stressing you out. You're not comparing yourself to other people. I mean, you can try, but you'll notice that it is very short-lived. Like, You're in all these positions, and if you're in a yoga class, you may look at someone else, but there's no way you can actually continue to do the yoga pose and look at someone else. You always come back into yourself. So I think that's why yoga is so helpful for a lot of people. For me, it's just a really good stretch. (laughs) Yoga is a really good stretch for me, and I typically feel a lot more flow and movement in my body, but I don't know that it actually helps me from a spiritual standpoint, only because I don't make that as part of my sense of therapy for connecting spiritually. I connect in other ways. So yoga can be really good for a lot of people. 
Another way of gaining some emotional therapy is through massage. So massage therapy. So being able to have someone massage you again, we hold a lot of emotions and stress in our body. So having someone be able to physically move that out is going to be really helpful for releasing some of those emotions. So if you're feeling stressed out, treat yourself, tell them I sent you and go get a massage. Okay. (laughs) Another way of gaining some emotional therapy is through talk therapy. So just talking it out. Again, we hold so much in our minds and in our hearts that we don't actually feel safe enough just yet to communicate how we're feeling. Sometimes we don't even know how to communicate it, but if we can feel safe enough to start talking things out and being able to share how we're feeling with someone can be very helpful. Again, tapping back into our natural design as social creatures Being able to talk can help you to come to more realizations, come to a higher sense of awareness, being able to get in tune with what's going on internally once you verbally get it out. So talk therapy is also really important along with journaling. Like we hear about journaling all the time, but it never gets old. It's classic and it doesn't cost much. You get a pen, paper, write down how you're feeling. You can get it out and you can do some self-reflection there as well. Now, this one that I'm about to share with you, I found was really exciting. And I think we should explore this a little bit more, which is called drama therapy. Now, there's a difference. There's also psychodrama, which I'll talk about in a minute. But drama therapy is really when you can take some time to exercise some pent up emotions that you may be feeling. But drama therapy is really when you can take some time to express what you're feeling, but in a different indirect perspective. So you can do some role plays, you can take on a new character, and you can just act it out. You can have fun, right? You can explore all these different emotions you're not even aware that you have just by assuming a new character. It can also help you to break free and feeling confident when you break out of your typical self. So drama therapy is actually really powerful and it can be something so unrelated to your day-to-day life. You can just take on whatever this new character is and act it out and see how that helps you process your emotions from a new perspective. Psychodrama is actually utilizing maybe past trauma or past experiences and still staying very related to that experience. So let's say, for instance, you went through abuse with a parent, right? Well, in psychodrama, you would either maybe go back into who you used to be as a child and act out how you would feel if you felt empowered to stand up for yourself. How would you be able to act or operate with this new sense of awareness to stop the abuse from the parent. Or maybe you could step into being the parent and then acting out in a different way towards yourself. So it can go several different ways, but I think that those are really cool ways of exploring your emotions and getting some emotional therapy without medication that a lot of people aren't doing just yet. The next thing that I want to talk about is energy work. Now, I know this is not conventional and it's not in some textbook, right? But 
when we understand that at the base level, we are all energy first. Before we get into this mind and this body and these feelings and this heart, we are energy first. And the physical aspect of ourselves is a projection of our energy. So when we start doing some energy work, such as energy cleansing, some people do Reiki, some people do all these other things, this can dramatically help with your emotions. If you're an empath, then you'll know that a lot of times we take on the energy of other individuals. And this can weigh us down. And there's a lot of energetic cords that we all feel connected to, but we are not aware of these energetic cords. We don't know who's pulling on our energy. We don't know why we feel so drained sometimes. So doing some energy work, energy cleansing, things like that is really helpful for helping getting to the core of those emotions because a lot of it is energy. Chakra work is also good as well for clearing out certain energies and getting your energy back into alignment. Did you think I was going through this list of emotional therapy alternatives without mentioning energy work being hard blend? No, like I like to keep things practical, but I also like to introduce and talk about things that have been tried and true from a very historical and ancestral way of managing the human spirit. We get so far away from the true basics of our ancestors, of how they evolved and got through life in ways that we couldn't even imagine going through. They didn't do it with all of these conventional things that we're doing today, right? They didn't have the technology and all that stuff of what we're doing today. They didn't have all these medications and all this other stuff that people are doing today. No, they utilized the earth. (laughs) They utilized working with energy and they worked with what they had available to them. And they evolved under some very harsh conditions. So I think that's pretty powerful just to acknowledge that, hmm, maybe there's a little bit more wisdom or a lot more wisdom that we should be seeking that we don't in our everyday lives. The last thing that I want to share with you in regards to emotional therapy without medication is going to be to get curious. Curiosity breeds enthusiasm. And there was a study where they took 10 individuals that were highly depressed and they started to work with them from an emotional standpoint of working through emotion mapping, meaning For every emotion you feel, there is an antidote for that emotion. If it's a negative emotion, right? There's a cause and effect for each emotion. If you feel sadness, that's related to loss. If you feel angry, that's related to a sense of violation, right? So when we're feeling depressed, a lot of times we don't have enough enthusiasm. We are very purposeful beings, We have to have curiosity. We have to have things that help us to continue to discover, learn, and feel motivated. So 
explore something new, become enthusiastic, starting a new hobby and starting a new thing can pull you out of depression. So in that study, nine out of those 10 individuals started something new and their depression was reduced or even eradicated drastically just by starting something new and becoming enthusiastic about something, fueled them with enough joy and excitement to want to enjoy life again. So all in all, I hope that you all enjoyed this. I hope this gives you some sense of relief to say, hey, I'm struggling with my emotions. I don't know how to care for them, but I don't want to go on medication. Of course, use your own discretion, but these are some things that you can try and see how they work. This is not meant to completely replace all of your mental health uh, needs, but these are some things you can introduce or try if you haven't so far. I hope that you all enjoyed this. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are here every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Heartblend Podcast.